Fantastic giant drag queen, Verandal and I, and we are ready to start the next edition of the Tit for Tat Show. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> really? Really? Is that all I get? What happened to Redwood of Drag? Well, you know, I'm already a tree. Uh, they already know that at this point. Yes. <laughs> and that would be our fantastic co-host, Mr. Thomas. Yes. I am in person doing my job. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I I am well, I can say I'm on the road. I'm I'm out and about. So I yeah. uh, you're in the studio and I'm not. So <laughs> Yeah, and one of the few you're, you're spared me. One of the few times we actually have a guest in studio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but at least I don't have to worry about you sexually harassing the therapist. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's your job. Right. Okay. I'll take that job for for this evening. <laughs> But without and we have uh, oh yeah well wait a minute don't we have where, what happened to, what happened to producer Chris is he there I'm yeah there, Daddy's Miranda, here how you doing <laughs> I'm all discombobulated now at this point <laughs> yeah I can tell so and that that aha uh-huh was our actual guest co-host for the night Woo-hoo! yeah now you know Why don't Veranda you introduce yourself my dear friend no I'm gonna do that for him okay oh, okay well okay so you know how we are inundated with all these emails of sexual questions to the point where we had to start a segment called just the tips <laughs> yes indeed yes. and you know how you frankly know nothing in response to those emails <laughs> <laughs> so I, hate you. I decided we needed professional help well you do yeah well in more ways than one, but in any, in any event. So what we did was because, yeah, you know, a lot of you titty tats out there, you listeners have absolutely stumped us with some of these questions. We always try to be non-judgmental about it, but, you know, sometimes they just cross a line for us. And I feel like between the Redwood of Drag, Miss Veranda, and myself, we pretty much should have sexuality covered at this point in our lives. But guess what? We... We have not even touched the surface. No. Based on these emails. So, <laughs> right. So what we did was I reached out and found the most amazing sex therapist. His name is Matt. He is qualified and ready to give us some of these answers. Yes. Hello, everyone. This, that is I, amazing. Hi, Matt. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Fabulous. Sounds stressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anytime we do a sexually themed show, she gets a little stressed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that later. Uh-oh. Veranda, you need an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Uh, oh, my God. We're so knows. honored Thank to have you. For having you. Me. And we do, I know you've met Chris already, our producer daddy. daddy. Mm -hmm. Um, We do, just, I warned you when you got in here, we have a cisgendered person in the room. (laughs) So we take it a little slower than we normally would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, (laughs) I will say, I did tweet out, 
I had to take the tweet down. If you had some questions for Matt to send them in and Veranda, we were almost blown off Twitter with the questions. So I had, yeah, I had to take the tweet down and the number one thing that's not going to show up in an email because it happened too many times was, so of course a sex therapist has sex with his clients. Hmm. Totally false. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't be farther from the truth. But do you deal with that perception a lot? Yeah, I think the the biggest perception out there is that sex therapy is just full on about sex at all times, right? It's just like penetrative sex, talking about it 24-7, right? Can't get away from anything, just jizz everywhere, if you will, right? See, Veranda, you're missing out. You should have been here. (laughs) But no, I mean, if if you... Oh, man. If you are uh, an ethical therapist, right, which I consider myself to be, then um, no, not having sex with your clients. Okay. I couldn't tell you about other ones, but, you know. But it it really did shock me that that was super common perception. I blame HBO and Netflix. There you go. Cinemax. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those uh, porn, softcore porn shows from the the 90s, late night real sex stuff. Well, and, you know, I kind of think it's even kind of become a fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Definitely. I mean, the kink play fantasy play in general is just so vast and so broad god i can't tell you how happy i am that veranda's not in studio with us tonight (laughs) i just can't i'm so bummed now oh no i can't tell you how happy i am about oh man see what i gotta put up with yeah because you talk about jizz everywhere yeah Uh uh-huh just 24 7 right oh god so i guess without further ado we're gonna get into these issues miss co-host Mm-hmm. And you know what that mm-hmm. means? I'm ready for it. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear what our fabulous kitty cats have to ask us in our fantastic mail sack. Yeah, I don't think you're ready, but let's start. <laughs> well, I don't know either, but all right. So here we go. Here's here's our first one. Hola, sisters and hermanas. Oh, really? Did I say that right? I don't know if I even said that right or not. Hermanas. Can't tell you. Hermanas. All right. Well, okay, here we go. That means sisters, too. Sisters. I write from gorgeous Mexico, and I need the tip. Yeah. (laughs) My my husband is kinky. It's okay with me mostly. He seems very aroused by COVID. What? 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 (laughs) We do not have sexuality now unless we wear masks to get him excited. This is very strange. Question mark, question mark, question mark. How do I go back to average sex? This is from Julio from San Miguel Alandre. De Allende. <laughs> sure. I have... I'm not sure. Have you ever had a question about how can we go back to normal sex? <laughs> Just about to say, why are we going backwards, Julio? But masked. Yeah. Ro- that's a I, thing. I guess it. No, I mean, for sure it is. I mean, oh. any form of 
Like, I'm, I'm thinking of that scenario, right? Is it a safety thing? Is it fully kinky where it's somewhat of a dominant sub play, oh. right? That's where mine goes. my mind goes to as a sex therapist. See, and my mind goes to how are you doing anything <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> with a right. mask on? There's a lot of stuff you can do okay. with a mask See, on. See, Veranda, we don't know a thing. Let's just come clean now. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, you know the it's all comes back to communication and conversation. If you want to engage in intimacy without a mask on, then talking about it, right? Would a stressful situation like COVID tend to turn the kinky meter up? Listen, the research that's been out there with intimacy and COVID is all over the place. Really? Yeah, some wow. people. Wow. More so. With the kinkiness part okay. of it, okay. I think the whole every every gender sexual orientation got the whole safety protocol yeah, of yeah. sort of buckling down, dealing with self pleasure a lot of the time. Um, if you're single or engaged in casual sex, or if you are monogamous, engaging more with your partner. If you're yeah. open, sort of closing that down a little bit, yeah. but. Because of that sort of suppression that happened with COVID, people started engaging more sexually, right? Really? It's this notion of being trapped almost and being with the person. Wow. Again, talking about partnered individuals. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, being single too, one of the things I would tell my clients who are single is engage in phone sex, engage in... Um, video sex, right, uh, with other people. I mean, yeah. isn't that what Snapchat was created for? Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> giggle. All right, Julio, that's what we got for you. All right, and here's mine. Hello, Titty Tats. Hello. I am writing with a problem from Africa. Homo sex here is forbidden. I've not heard it put that way quite before. Um, yep, my needs continue. I am very much a watcher and like to act in public. I fear I will be captured and killed. Are my desires because it is forbidden? And that is an anonymous person. Mm. And it better be an anonymous person. Right. We aren't responsible uh, for that. Right. That's Coming deep, in hot. right? Coming yeah. in hot. Question two. Coming I mean, in hot. It's a great question. Um, like the first thing is like safety. Safety yeah, number yeah, one, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Taking yeah. care of yourself. Um, I. What was the last part again? It Is was um, being so, caught. Yeah, he's 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 very much a watcher and like to act in public, but he's afraid he will be captured and killed. Are the desires because it is forbidden? Um. Good question. I mean, I, I think the the desire could be there because it is risky in general, uh, right? Risky behavior can yeah. sort of tap into a primal um, instinct that we have that we want to engage in, put ourselves in those situations. So yes and no, and it could also just be a product of growing up in an environment that he has grown up in yeah. where yeah. his sexuality seems to be... Repressed. taken away from him and repressed in some way yeah i would i would have to say you know what and i and i'm sex positive as well i would have to say you know what this public aspect mm. where you live right now mm. no right you know that's just me yeah 
One of the things I, I talk to my clients about who engage in public sex, right, who, who want to explore, be out in the wilderness uh-huh. or whatnot is, you know, looking at the notion of empathy, yeah. right? What would happen if you were yeah. caught in that situation, right? Yeah. What would that impact be on the person who is taking a stroll down the street and they turn their corner and they see you engaging in oral sex or they see you, you know, self-stimulating, okay, masturbating, yeah, right? Yeah. What is the cost-benefit analysis to that? Well, let alone if it's a cop. Well, I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> the, right and I never the, heard it with the, with, a term, with a business term. What's the cost-benefit analysis <laughs> of this interaction? Right. <laughs> you need to start thinking that way. <laughs> God, I'm, I can't so, even. I'm so glad she's not in the studio tonight. I just, all right, Daddy, what do you got for us? Hello, sisters and Daddy. Hello. I need way more than the tip. Oh, well, don't we all? <laughs> My partner and I have an open relationship to the point of including a third or fourth. My partner likes me to watch, which is cool. Except during, he yells insulting things at me like calling me Mr. Tiny Dick. Oh, oh, all right. What's this about? Also, for the record, it's not exactly tiny. Well, of course. Mm, yeah. From Kevin in the UK. Let's throw that in there, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> that's my response, and that's the professional response. Yes. Oh, I... I... It's too much to take, right? You're never coming back, are you? It's I, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like looking at my phone, like we're here until midnight, right? We got, we got four or five hours to talk about this stuff. Uh, no, again, it's funny. You're, I think what's going to happen is your listeners are going to notice themes arise throughout oh. a lot of these, and coming back to this communication piece, right? Okay. Obviously. Um, Kevin and his partner have talked enough to open up the relationship. And to me as a sex therapist, people who engage in consensual non-monogamy often are better communicators uh, than uh, around sexuality, if you will, around intimacy. Okay. Uh, so if you're engaging and if it's potentially voyeuristic in some way on your partner's part, I'm wondering what his partner would be getting out of, you know, degrading in some way, right? Is this um, sadomasochistic behavior that they've agreed to? Because it doesn't sound like it, Kevin. Right. Not only is he having sex in front of you with other people, but he's calling you names Mm -hmm. as he's wanting you to watch it happen. Right. This sounds like another night at the club with Verena. I was... (laughs) You said it before I did. <laughs> See, and that's, that's kind of, and I get it, and no judgment, absolutely no yeah. judgment. I don't find being called names a turn mm-hmm. on right. in those regards because then my mind starts racing to, oh, is that really what you think? Mm. Well, now let me tell you right. what I think, you know? Right. And, oh, God. Let me give it back to you in some yes. way. Right. All right, Matt, we have to... Break your cherry on this yeah, one. Yeah, here we go. Uh, hello, gorgeous dolls. Uh, I usually handle the tip with no problems. Of course. However, my husband of 30 years has started changing. He was an aggressive top that couldn't get enough bottoms our entire relationship. Yesterday, he told me he thinks the real 
him needs to be a humiliated bottom. WTF? Yeah. Is a total submissive supposed to do with... Oh, I'm sorry. WTF is a total submissive supposed to do with this info. Do people's desire really change over time? Question mark. And this is from Cyril in Toronto. Oh, Canadian. It's a double throw. You know, they're not ready for this. <laughs> not at all. No response to that. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, the the simple answer is, do people's desires change over time? Of course they do. Yeah. We all change over time, right? I mean... But that drastically? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you okay. think about it, I always like to use a food analogy, which I'm sure you've heard before, right? If you're constantly craving, um, you know... I always go to this. My clients, if they're listening, are going to be like, stop fascinating about <laughs> mozzarella sticks. Um, I love mozzarella sticks. Kinky. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. In more ways than one. Right. Uh, but, and then you start craving something different. Does that mean that you don't want mozzarella sticks anymore? No, it just means you want to switch things up. Uh. And, again, another theme that we're probably going to talk a lot about is the sex negativity and toxic masculinity that a lot of male identifying yeah. individuals face yeah. and yeah, yeah. especially within the queer community too identifying as our community loves labels yeah right yes. tops bottoms verse switch yeah power bottoms missive top whatever it is right so yeah. yeah short answer things can shift over time i think it's talking about how for cyril how that impacts okay. um them yeah, because that that's a rough, rude awakening, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. In Toronto. Aggressive top in Toronto. Yeah. I don't know if those are rare or not. I've I, only been to Toronto once. It doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> those are rare. That is yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> right, Veranda? They are rare and rare as, a, as, as um, my virginity. Mm. <laughs> As a seven-foot aggressive top drag queen. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, let's wait right. a minute on that one. <laughs> All right, sis. All right. Here we go. Hello, Tit for Tat Show. Hello. I am 87 years old. I'm an LGBT senior. Yay. I live in assisted living and assumed my sexual life was over. Yes. One of the residents' great grandsons has been talking to me for months and has, got a, <laughs> and has gotten <laughs> increasingly sexual in nature. He has called me daddy <clears throat> and says things like, I've been a bad little boy. <laughs> this, is, this is very new to me. Am I just dreaming a very attractive man is interested in me? Is this a common thing I've been missing for decades? Uh, this is from Grandpa Daddy from New Orleans. Grandpa Daddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. See, sometimes you don't Ooh. want to mentally picture the email. I'm like <laughs> walking through it in my head. Right. And then it right. takes sharp turns. All I can see is. Have I been a, da- a bad boy and rubbing jello? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Vicks vapor rub all over. Oh, my God. 
It's the dentures, right? That's the kinky aspect, yes. That's the lack of. No, the lack of. Right, right. That's why you're so popular, right? (laughs) 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 Haven't had a complaint yet. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I think it's normal for... I think Grandpa Daddy's question was going back to, is he dreaming this? Or can people actually be... Attracted. Attracted to... um, to older individuals is that the is that his but you know there's older and then there's There's, older mm -hmm. yes and i think you know there is somebody for everyone yeah and you know he's responding in a healthy way i guess you i actually want to know what the context (laughs) is 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 or is it just like random yeah. passing down the hallway. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, Grandpa, if you get another minute, send us mm-hmm. more info. We'll we forward need, it on. We need more info for yeah. the assessment. Oh, that one kills me. Okay. Hello, Tip for Tat Show. I am terrified for the answer to my question. I am in a great relationship and things are fantastic. However, there's always a however. I know. Right? However, I have very vivid kinky dreams mm. with groups, bondage, etc., etc. Never once is my partner in the dreams. Mm. Am I unhappy with my sex life? And that's from Burton in North Carolina. And I think I know Burton. Yeah? I really how many Burtons are there in North Carolina? Probably a few. Uh, maybe more than Okay. You know, in Boston. But that's a good question. Um, um Sorry, now I'm stuck on Burton. <laughs> trying to think of all the Burtons I know in my life. Um, no, totally not uncommon to uh, to have dreams, sexual dreams, without your partner in it, right? Oh, there's this notion out there called the activation synthesis theory of dreaming. Have you have any no, of you heard no. of this before? So essentially, it just states that you know our brains constantly firing, right? So we're taking in, you know, if I watched, you know, an episode of Rick and Morty at nine in the morning, and then I have a really productive, stressful day, and I'm going about my life, and then in the evening, I have this random dream with a character from Rick and Morty uh. engaging in group sex with <laughs> something. Grandpa. Right? Yeah. Grandpa, right. Grandpa Daddy. <laughs> right? Then that's just my brain working through it. Okay. Right? So our sex-negative society really points us towards anything that is considered abnormal from a puritanical standpoint. Okay is something must be wrong. Like shameful. Shameful in some way. Like why am I dreaming about um, all these other people and not my partner? Yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter. How often do you dream about your partner? Yeah. Right? Is is your partner constantly in your dreams all the time? Right. So, no. And dreams don't necessarily mean you want to do those things in real life. No. I mean, again, this is like with everything in the world, there are so many different... Right, you know, some people really be- believe in dream analysis. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. nickel means yeah. I'm going to be rich in five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Okay, I don't believe that. I believe that it's just our brain processing. Okay. And if he was uh, Burton, was my client, I would say, is this something you want to engage in? Oh. Do you want to engage in group sex? 
right? Yeah. How often does this dream come up for you? Because it's probably just your brain processing these thoughts that I have. Is yeah. it a fantasy? Is it a fantasy you want to take to reality? So That's a tough line, though, right? Um, group sex? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a fantasy that maybe should stay a fantasy to reality? Um, I guess it just depends on depends. your definition okay. of staying a fantasy. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people may, you know, there's this saying we have in the community, anything that happens between two or more consenting adults is their business. Right. Totally right. right. Yeah. So it's sort of looking at how do I, if I want to engage with this, how do I start the conversation? Mm, And what I tell my clients is sit and reflect on it. Uh If you are scared to talk to your partner, your partners, anybody about yeah. this desire than you that you have, sit and reflect on it. Do some research on it for yourself. Find the normalcy in it for you because mm. if you're feeling shame or that it's abnormal in some way, that's a reaction of our sex negative society. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so I'm fascinating. Gonna, that's too uh I got way too into that. No, response. it was good. <laughs> All right, hit us, Daddy. Oh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> like he's picking one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. I, too, like so many listeners, have used your show to open discussions with my LGBT older teen. Besides being hysterically funny, I'm learning more than I ever wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> I tried to be non-judgmental and embrace his questions and interests. I must, however, cast some blame on you three. Here we go. Here we go. My son wants to do a family Christmas card photo in furry heads. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's Veranda's fault. All Veranda's fault. (laughs) My wife thinks it's hilarious, but I won't explain to Nana what the fuck is happening in our Christmas card. (laughs) Where... Where do you draw the line? And that's from Santa Claus, spelled C-L-A-W-S. Oh, mm. good one. Santa Claus in Arizona. <laughs> Santa Claus, Arizona. That is hilarious. Wow, furry heads. Beautiful. Where, where do you draw the line in support or encouragement, <laughs> or do you draw the line? Yeah, I mean, I think it's looking at... There's a lot of misconceptions about furries in this world. Yeah, and we we don't have any of them. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> even before even before I became, you know, a sex therapist, a, a very sex positive advocate, and and dove into this um, this world of sex and relationship therapy, I had my own obviously misconceptions about oh, furries and okay. whatnot. I was and afraid I, you were going to say you were very active in that I was that very furry. active in the furry community. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I am not the expert on furries. I know I know a little bit about them just yeah. from colleagues of mine who engage in that play and also just potential clients that I've had and whatnot. Colleagues as in therapists? Mm-hmm. A furry therapist? Mm-hmm. Miranda, you missed Wait, your oh, calling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the qualifications for that. <laughs> you have the height, though. <laughs> so the, I think the biggest misconception is that it's all about sex. Yeah. When in reality, it's very little about sex. It's more so about 
creating this alternate alternative personality that you engage with okay sort of like fantasy make-believe play you know like if you're growing up and you what uh what games would you play <laughs> in your imagination with your friends right would yeah. you batman batman yeah, yeah, catwoman yeah. i go oh. immediately to poison ivy um so it, it's from my understanding it's more of that it's wow. more of they, their personas are called like ferosas and they dress up like them and it's a way for them to engage in this piece of their identity that they formed. Ferosa. Ferosa. I learned something new. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I think it's like 85%. Again, this is, don't, don't quote me on the stats here, but a lot of them fall under the age of 30. Okay. A lot okay. of... Uh, well, nobody furries. wants an old furry, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Grandpa Daddy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Ferosa, I know her. <laughs> That's a great drag name, too. <laughs> Ferosa wow. Van Pelt. So do the Christmas card or don't yeah, do no, the Christmas card? I would say card. do the Christmas card. I mean, if it's just engaging in make-believe play, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I forgot how old her son was. It's at an older teen. Yeah, older teen. Right. So I think, in, I I don't, I don't think there would be anything sexual within yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I think it would be more so just wanting to engage in this sort of fantasy. acceptance, fantasy piece of their identity. It's sort of like another acknowledgement of it. Oh, wow. So you are pro Christmas furry card. I'm pro, yeah. All I'm right. actually expecting one from you. Three. I was going to say we're going to get a ton of Christmas furry cards. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> you have to be the giraffe, Veranda. Sorry. Oh God, really? Yes. Really, really mm-hmm. stereotyping already, huh? Yeah. See. I I know you're not here, Veranda, but I'm also tall, and I'm just happy that someone else is the giraffe besides besides me. No, you are tall, but I still think he dwarfs you. uh, Yes, from photos that I've seen and my imagination. And you're, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, at least I'm in your imagination. You Hmm. are. You are. Is that a fantasy you'd like to fulfill or leave as a fantasy? <laughs> it depends on the furry hat. It depends okay. on the, if there's a furry helmet involved or not. <laughs> I still am. Stuck. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just wear a lot of hair and cover yeah. my face. How about that? I'm still stuck on the 80 some year old uh-huh. great grandson thing. I can't get I need that. More info. Grandpa Daddy. Come Grandpa Daddy. Grandpa Daddy. <sighs> okay. Okay, next one. Uh, hi, Titty Tats. Hi. I recently started dating a dude, and things seemed great. Recently in the bedroom, things are getting more intense and different. His verbal behavior sounds like pig squeals. I started laughing, and he got offended. <laughs> I told him it's cool if he's kinky, and he got more offended. I'm completely lost, and honestly, I'm terrified. I'll laugh out loud again. Help. This is from Mike. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. An Aussie. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> An Aussie squealing like a pig. Hmm. Oh, my God. Hmm. See, Miranda? Hmm. Why me? <laughs> <laughs> I just get lost now. You know, like, I, I, I feel like I'm having too much 
stimulation. This is this is literally one class. Oh for me, this my! You know that's, oh. that's so interesting. Why? Uh, you know, is is the, like the the verbal domination. Like again, right. here we are with that. I know. Do you really want to get you know, uh, for lack of a better term, not not so much degraded, but like yeah. that's not that's not a thing for me. Like, uh, right. tell, tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm lovely, but. <laughs> Right. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. Right. <laughs> now, here's the thing. And I have to say, I support the writer of that email because I think I would laugh out loud too if somebody totally. started squealing yeah. like a pig. I would. Of course. Yeah. It's just human, you know? I mean, and mm-hmm. I get why he's offended because. He's probably embarrassed, right? You are hitting the nail on the head. Good God. I mean, when think about when we're embarrassed in yeah, some way, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people's responses. Angry. Angry, and then also laughter to diffuse it. So I think both of them are sort of embarrassed uh-huh. in this point, you know, in this situation a little bit, it sounds like. Um I start. I would laugh out loud if my partner started squealing. <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't know our sex right. has shifted to this. Uh, give me a minute to adjust to yeah, it. Yeah, please. Um, you know, again, I'm just going to sound like such a broken record here, but talk. Yeah. Talk to each other about it. Well, right? and you know, the nice thing is, I mean, he was pretty supportive. He's like, it's cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think it goes to this sort of... You know, embarrassment piece, right? right? Kinky is in general left of center. So it's anything that's just not but of the norm. Some people would find being called kinky offensive. Yeah. So that that's a that's an interesting point. I, I would wonder if it was being called kinky was the offensive piece, uh. or if he was sort of um combining multiple feelings uh. in that. You know, or in general, I'm trying to think maybe this kinky, again, our society doesn't love the yeah. term kinky, right? Wow. A lot of people, you know, if, if you like your hair pulled, that's a yeah. kink. Okay. You know, if you like anal sex, that's a kink. Really? Yeah. If you like anything that is not, you know, strictly what we would call vanilla yeah, yeah, sex, yeah, yeah. which is heteronormative in nature. It's, it's <laughs> speaking directly See, to you, people Daddy. People fucked us all up. Uh huh. <laughs> you mean you damn people. breeders? Just breeders. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean that's it, right? This this anything that falls out of the realm of vanilla sex can be threatening to some people. Or he just saw Deliverance and his mind was working through it, right? <laughs> True. I mean, right. Probably. We're all still uh. trying to work through that. I am going to be trying to work through this show for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miranda. Oh, man. All right. Dear <laughs> Tip for Cat Show. Yes. I am a straight, in quotes, woman mm. who is strictly attracted to gay men. Oh, no. I love everything Oof. about them. This is the most frustrating position you can imagine. (laughs) No, Blanche, it isn't. (sighs) Just listening to your show makes me flood the basement. (laughs) How do I deal with this? I'll be a furry. I'll even strap one on. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Sherry in Arkansas. Of course, she's from Arkansas. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. Wow, Sherry. An she got some issues. An attraction to people who aren't into her. Yeah. Right? That As a therapist, I think of, like, what's what's going on there why trying to seek out somebody who doesn't who isn't able to give you what you want maybe it's because they won't give you what totally that's right? a piece of it but then it it uh the, maybe it's because i'm a queer man gay gay identifying male right i look at that as you know there's a respect thing there a little bit right not yeah. trying to jump in on um, a queer yeah. identifying person and yeah. you know I'll put on a strap on like that's offensive. that's offensive yeah it to is. to it could be offensive to some people um I talk to my clients about the difference between attraction and arousal too sometimes oh, right you right. know I I'm very attracted to Chris Helmsworth and I'm yeah. very attracted to Megan Fox. And I always use these two examples, but at the end of the day, I am not aroused whatsoever by Megan Fox. Oh my God, genius. Right? I'm aroused by Chris Helmsworth. Yeah. Right? And it's a fine line to walk um, when we look at that, but arousal is also very responsive in nature. So I think I would sort of s- step back and, and look at what's. Again, I want more info. Like maybe, <laughs> like maybe this is a face-to-face therapist question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll find some some sex therapists in Arkansas and send yeah. them your way. Wow, I love that. I, I feel like you've already changed my life. Yes, <laughs> because as a platinum gay, which uh-huh. I am, you okay, because I was even a C-section, so I've been bumped up. Oh, okay. I've never I'm been just a there. gold star. I think isn't that right? Right. Right. Most that's the yes. term. But now I can totally reconcile my Angelina Jolie thing. <laughs> there you go. Yes. I'm Thanks happy. to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Angelina Jolie, girl interrupted. That's what right. you're referring to. No of other course. form of Angelina Jolie. I kind of love her, though. Yeah. She's dirty. Agreed. And dirty. No, no. I, I agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love everything about her. I'll that take one. the Maleficent Angelina Jolie. Oh, that's a good one. The costume. Cheap this bones. bitch. You know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> now, is that an attraction to the costume? <laughs> Or is it in a right now? <laughs> I think the attraction to the character mm. and the you know all all, all of the bits about it. Um, but no, again, I get that whole attraction to and being physically and or just I just I love you know as a drag queen I love women for the sake right. of I'm attracted to their style I'm attracted totally. to their character I'm attracted to their personality. Mm-hmm. Do I want to sleep with them? Hell no. <laughs> Right. There's nothing wrong with that either. So, you know, there's no judgment. (laughs) (laughs) I'll call you later, bitch. Okay. (laughs) Oh, titty tats, titty tats. I'm a closeted kinky guy. Mm. I don't know what. I often have fantasies about the show hosts. Daddy, that's <laughs> in real life. I love to be choked, but when I told my partner, he told me he could never hurt me. Oh, I've even suggested a threesome to ease him into my kink. What do I do if your partner is unwilling? And that's Kyle from Chicago. Great question, Kyle. Oh, good. Yeah, no, it's a phenomenal question. That is is there's a book out there. It's called When You Love Someone Who Is Kinky. Ah. And it's by uh, Dossie Eaton and uh, Janet Hardy. 
and they wrote the ethical slut. I don't know if you know of that book. No, we know nothing. These are phenomenal sex-positive books that were written back in... uh, Sex therapists who are listening right now are going to be like, you're so wrong on these points. (laughs) I think the first edition may have been in the 70s or 80s. Clearly sex therapists do not listen to this show. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Okay, so I can just say no. Um, But I think if you come across a partner who is totally not open to your kink, the next step is looking at what would they be open to? Uh, How would they be okay with engaging in some behavior? So if it's not so much choking, could it be slapping? Could it be um, uh, spanking? Could it be verbal degrading potentially, right? It's sort of looking to see what would your partner be willing to do because then that gives them the autonomy and that gives them a choice of, okay, I'm cool with doing this. Ah, okay. And that may then lead to down the road, oh, this is something that you really enjoy. Maybe now let's try this choking and see yeah. where it goes. Because it's kind of sweet that he doesn't want to hurt him. You yeah. know, I mean. Yeah, and, but yeah, totally. But pain is pleasure yeah, at times for yeah. some people, maybe not for you. Not for me. Right. No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. The problem is I'm very clear with where I am. Yes. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, which is good. Because, you know, being out since the womb, uh-huh. basically. Right. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is. I do. I mean, I mean, but I do. I really try to stay open-minded. Mm-hmm. You know, I consider myself a dirty boy. You know, mm-hmm. like, I like the choking thing. I like the intensity. I am truly verse. Mm-hmm. And I found 99.9% of the world who claim that are not. And that's so frustrating. Correct. Right? Because I think every person on this planet should be versed. Absolutely. Oh, God. Brandon, not you. (laughs) Enjoy all aspects of it, you know, as that's what you should be. I'm, I'm, I can say I'm not versed, but. Of course. You know, I, I do, I do like the fact that someone would actually say, this is what I like. Yeah. Instead of like, all of a sudden, you start choking the shit out of me. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, because she'd beat the hell out of them when they did it. <laughs> Why couldn't you have an aggressive drag queen top in stilettos? You could. Well, yeah. Just Hello? don't, just don't come for me. Right. <laughs> I will. No. <laughs> it's funny for Halloween this past year, my partner and I we were just the most uh, stereotypical, not the most, but we were a pretty stereotypical masculine. Um, like in costumes, we were baseball players. Ah, okay. Right? None of us play baseball or neither <laughs> of us play baseball. I played it growing up, but nope, nope, nope. Um, and we were like through a gay twist on it, right? And I wore a jersey that said bottom, and he put on um, a I'm calling it a jersey. Jesus. That is. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, he put on a, a jersey that said, um, or I'm sorry, I put on catcher, he put pitcher. on pitcher, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny seeing there because then this immediate notion came into my head of like, you know, people are going to make these assumptions, yes. and it's frustrating, Yeah. right? When yeah. my partner and I would both identify as verse- in, yeah. in this capacity and how we engage in our sexuality. But it's just funny 
you know, I guess my complaint is we need more baseball positions that are verse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. So shortstop. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Maybe daddy would know. Daddy would know. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Speaking of him. Oh, we're on to me? Yep. <clears throat> Ciao from Italia. Ciao. Mm. Me boyfriend loves carnival and costumes. Mm-hmm. I see him watching man to man movies in costumes. We have relations sexual in costumes. Does this meaning he doesn't like my sex as me? From Anonymous. Mm. Oh. No. Poor little Italian boy. <laughs> yeah. Take my personal cell number. <laughs> I won't wear oh, a costume. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, no, not at all. Well, oh. actually, I don't know. I don't know him. He, that may be the case. You just want it to not I be. I want it to right? not be. That maybe that's how he engages with his sexuality. Um, oh, that's, that's, that's it's sad. sad. It's sad. I, I wonder what. Maybe it's his shame that he can't show his face. Is mm. that possible? Maybe, and Maybe. I want to sort of, you know, the culture, language barrier to costumes. I right, sort of want to right. know more about, is that, like, how we would view a costume? Is it just clothing in general? Is it yeah, specific yeah. attire, yeah. right? Because I think that would sort of shift it yeah. in some way. Oh, that Yeah, is and sick. also there's a context of whether did this happen um, after they've been together for a while, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like it, did they, did they already yeah. have, uh, sex just regularly without, you know, costuming, yeah. Yeah. you know, did, how did that evolve? You know, really good. These are good questions, you know, cause I feel like if it, From if it's always beginning. been like that, then that is more of a, um, you know, I would, I would take that conversation in terms of, you know, let's try something different. Yeah. Right. If it evolved into that, then I would look at what is my partner getting out of this. See, I keep picturing Michael Myers now. Okay. Like he's got to have the man. Uh, you did say you were a dirty man. But you get, you see, I mean, there is this thing where like he needs the mask right. on, right? To uh-huh. be empowered, kind of. <laughs> yes. That's creepy. Right. Oh, God. Run from him. What's his name? Anonymous. That was anonymous. Oh, yeah. Let's call him Paolo because that's a hot Paolo. name for okay. me. Okay. Yeah, okay, perfect. Paolo, Paolo, run. <laughs> Paolo Anonymous, get out of there. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, hello, Tiffertacho. Hello. I've got a strange one for you. Oh, God. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the ones we've already read. Uh, I've just started dating after the pandemic. I met a great guy. Finally, we were starting to be intimate, and he yells, pretend I'm a sex doll. (laughs) I thought I misheard him, and he was calling me a sexy doll. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, exclamation point. He just laid there, and I stared at him for 10 minutes before I asked if he was kidding. He said, no, just pretend. I have not had intimacy in a year, and now I have a human sex doll. <laughs> Help me, Matt. Oh, uh, my God. In New York City. Oh, Matt. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh. Everything is a thing. Okay, okay, right? okay. That's like a, a rule of rule. thumb, right? Every If it's a thing to you, it's a thing. That is a... Weird one. A, I think I go... You know, reading this sentence, 
right. I just just lying there. I go to submission. Okay. I go to treat me sort of like an object to uh, you, right? Use me in this sort of way. Okay. A BDSM sort of power dynamic. Yeah. Now, the specificity of saying <laughs> the sex doll, <laughs> right? That, that, I would need to do a little bit more research there, Matt, but I think... I mean, are you just laying there with your mouth? <laughs> right, right, right. Do I have to move your body in very, like, specific oh, ways? Are we... That's too much, like, work. <laughs> right, right, right. I was thinking the same thing. Uh-huh. Oh, I just feel terrible for everybody now. I don't know what's happening out there. God. Yeah. It's almost like... But the thing is, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like co-hosting the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, there's a... So... In general, what is the difference between kinky and fetish? Great question. Uh, kinky, so what's the, the easiest way I can say this? Kinky behavior is just anything that can be sexually stimulating for someone. It can okay. be a preference, right? It can be, you know, I want to bring ice cubes. Yeah, into the yeah, bedroom, yeah, yeah. right? And I want you to rub them on my nipples, right? I want to engage in that because it's going to enhance intimacy for me. I want to bring in a blindfold, right? Tie me up or blindfold my eyes. Let's increase this anticipation. This is enhancing it. So that okay. would be kinky behavior. Okay. Whereas a fetish is almost a requirement for oh. arousal oh. at times, right? And it can yeah. be an inanimate object. It can be a real object. Like, right, a sex doll. It can be leather. It can be, um, it can be a shoe. It can be breasts. Right. It can be Miranda. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. so, oh God. So yeah, I mean that would be the difference. It's sort of the requirement, right? Whereas a kink sort of enhances, whereas a fetish can sort of be viewed as almost a requirement for my enjoyable experience in so this. So every single time. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Wow. That is what, so that is why there's uh, fit, oh, I'm going to fucking butcher this, uh, fetishistic, oh, I think yeah. I actually said it, fetishistic disorder, Oh. which is in the, the DSM, which is the manual that, um, that clinicians use to diagnose. And that is sort of, you know, that's a whole other conversation to have about having that in as a mental Disorder. So it can go too far, basically. Yeah, so okay, okay. a lot of this stuff, when we look at um, disorders, one of the criterion that's always in there, no matter what, it's in every single disorder that is in the DSM, um, is, is this impacting more than one area in your mm. life, right? Okay. Is my fetish impacting me from going to work and now I'm losing my job? Oh my God. Right? Yeah. Is it impacting my relationship? Is it impacting my friendship? And if those are all yes, then it's like, then we should probably look at that. Okay. We should probably spend some time there. Um, yeah, a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's probably look at that a little bit. Wow. Mm hmm So what's your fetish, Veranda? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> do you want me to start? Do you want me to start the list? 
I don't know. I don't know that I don't have a a requirement like you you described the difference between. I don't know that I have a requirement Mm -hmm. um, for something very specific that has to happen every time. Like that's not. Yeah, no, that's not me. So if Veranda was only Mm -hmm. aroused by being in drag, that Mm. would be a fetish. If we're looking at it as sort of a requirement, okay. then yeah. But if okay. we're looking at it as enhancing... But what if it was only top designers? <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> that's not a problem. That's nothing. That's just... That's just that's common sense, right? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> only Jimmy Choo's. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so fascinating mm. and mind-blowing at the same yeah. time, you know? Sexuality, right? It's, it's just so vast out there. It just seemed much easier before I walked into this room uh-huh. this evening. <laughs> I'm glad I could make it so yes. much more difficult for you. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just sex negativity yeah. in general, right? Yeah. Growing up in this world that promotes monogamy, promotes heteronormativity, promotes yeah. toxic masculinity, promotes all this these fallacies, which is why I will always have a job in this world. You will always right? have a job, yeah. 85% of what I do is not having sex with my clients. Yes, um, yeah. uh-oh. Does not even mean... 15%, okay. it's 0%. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I do is sex education yeah, a lot of the time, of right? Course. There's a lot of just helping people relearn what the fuck intimacy is. How their sec- how they sit with their sexuality in a way that's not gonna shame them. Well, that's and that's a good word because I have even found with good friends mm-hmm. that shame pops up. Yeah, you know when you least expect it, you know, or just in general conversation, mm-hmm. and it does affect sexuality. But I mean, even far beyond the sexuality, you know, yeah. people ashamed of saying they're a bottom. What really? Right. You know, I mean, but they are. Yeah, because yeah. It, it, I mean, f- f- many reasons why. Yeah, why, yeah, yeah, why yeah. People who would be ashamed of that. There are many reasons out there. One of the main reasons that I go to, that I think about, that is in research, is because it's equated to femininity, right. and our society is right. really shitty towards uh, femininity in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people try to distance themselves in some way. You know, this notion of of anal penetrative sex, any yeah. sort of anal play being quote unquote gay. Yeah. You know, I when I talk to my daddies of my life, right? <laughs> my my cis hetero friends, I'm always like, Go go get your ass eaten. Right. Yeah. Go Go get a finger in your ass. Go play <laughs> with it, right? It's, I, I'm an advocate for that. There we go, right? Oh my god! Absolutely, see? yeah. You're welcome. My wife listeners. and I have we we had some little kinks in that department. Beautiful, because it's an erogenous zone. Yep. Right, Brenda, are you hearing this? <laughs> Brenda, is she gone? I'm here. I'm hearing all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing all. I'm taking notes. Of what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would deliver the same message to any other yeah. straight male. Right. Try it. Just engage with it. <laughs> well, and you know, seriously, from a biological aspect, mm-hmm. males, and I hope I'm not saying that. You're fine. In, um, share a common biology so if it's good for 
gay males, mm-hmm. why wouldn't it be good for heterosexual yeah. males? Right. You know? Right. If we're looking at cisgender right, right, males right, in general, right. right? The our our sexual orientation just directs us to what we want to be. Yeah aroused by what we are aroused by what we want to engage with and sexuality in general is fluid so it's yeah it's a spectrum in general right so people go back and forth and they change over time they go back and forth they they shift but getting your ass eaten that is just great in general (laughs) right that's that doesn't that has no limitations there daddy (laughs) (laughs) i i i I confirm i agree Mm -hmm. Veranda. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need 30 panes of glass next oh, time we come in? Man. <laughs> you know, there are some things you can't get out of your head. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just indelled images. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Why am I? Now exhausted? that's what I'm gonna think about next time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm glad. I, I mean, my entire time meeting Daddy, when I walked in here, I was like, I gotta bring up, you yeah. know, meeting yeah. us at some point. Well, because is that not the <laughs> ultimate forbidden heterosexual no fly zone, so to speak? It took me a very long time to say, become comfortable yeah. even opening up to my wife. Literally, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Uh, walked right into that. <laughs> I sure Boy, did. Come on, don't try anal humor around uh-huh. gay men, really. <laughs> <laughs> because that would mean you're gay if yeah. you liked it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah you right. You enjoyed it. It's, still, yeah. it's like every time I see my friends, I'm like, have you gotten your ass eaten? <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? We're at a baby shower. Now that's a conversation starter. What was that, Veranda? I said, now that's a conversation starter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, he said they were at a baby shower. Anywhere. <laughs> Church. Wow. Perfect. Know. Right. Yeah. Well. Perfect opportunity to bring it up. So very quickly, we are going to ask you if you will at some point return. I would love to. Okay. Because we are, as you can see, quite inept in this yeah. genre especially some more than others and some who are for yourself (laughs) some who are sharing far more than others (laughs) i think all of you are awesome i think you the what you said and how you talked about it you know from as a sex positive therapist sex positive human all three of you sounded like you were in you were open to all of this yeah which which is great Right. It's yeah. great for your listeners to hear it too, which is probably why they felt so comfortable writing in. We're after after all the shit that we've heard on this show. <laughs> <laughs> now literally we have never gone there. <clears throat> right? Well, very true. Yeah. And that we have we have boundaries. Mm. Pete was very influential in our boundaries. Mm, okay. Yeah. Good so, to know. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we we are we're working on our boundaries. Good. But good, good. Yeah. Never did I think all the death threats could possibly just be fetish fetishistic whatever. Fetishist, fetishistic. fetishistic. There we go. Behavior, right? Like hey, 
Could be. They were just asking us out, Verinda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. And, and I missed an opportunity, didn't I? <laughs> Pretend you're Damn a sex it. doll. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Grandpa, Daddy, and the Now, that Jello. one, that's going to stick with me for a very, yes. very long time. Same. So, Grandpa, and, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Please write us back in when you hear this, Grandpa, and give us more mm-hmm. information. And we will be sure you get a to... You 401k? Pa- I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sure to pass it on. Oh, all right, Matt. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much. And for yeah, people that absolutely. want... More information. I know you have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I my uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's just Cleveland Sex Therapy and almost every platform. Okay. You know, I try to post on Instagram, sex positive, queer affirming content. Yeah. Um, a couple times a week. Uh, that's at Cleveland Sex Therapy, and you know, YouTube. I try to do quickies with Matt. Yeah, I've you seen know, them. which are. My production level is very low, no. but the content I'm trying to get out there is is for everyone. So, Brenda, have you done quickies with Matt? I'm 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 waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say not yet. If only you were here. Oh, don't encourage it. Honestly, he'll be next, looking. Next oh, time. there's always next time. Oh God. Okay. Hey, by oh. the way, <laughs> Centerfield. Oh, Centerfield. Oh. Okay. I don't know there if that we... works or not, but it works. Hey, we'll it, take I think it. It's, I think it's pretty balanced. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. Took me the rest of the night to figure that out. Well, <laughs> okay. We forgive you. You're straight. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Well, we cannot thank you enough for coming yes. in studio, for enlightening us so much. I know you have changed my perspective on a lot of things, namely Angelina, mm-hmm. which is a big deal for Good. me. Um, you've explained Veranda's fetish fetish. Fetishistic. God, I'll just uh-huh. point to you and you just say that. <laughs> yes, right. It's the skull. And now I've learned way too much about daddy. So, I yeah. mean, my life has completely gone left. Thank you very much, Thank you. Matt. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Everyone. We will now, from now on, whether you like it or not, we are going to call you the tit for tat show sexy sex therapist. Uh. Love it. I'm going to put it on my, my Instagram now. I thought you were so. going to put it on your resume. <laughs> oh, the, uh, that too. That too, yeah. yeah. Resume, business yeah, card, Yeah, and next everything. time you come in, we will have a T-shirt for you to mm. officially make you part of the team. Beautiful. I can't awesome. Wait. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Daddy. Thank you very much. All right, so we generally end the show in a way you'll just jump in. You'll understand as we do it. Cool. Because, Verena, it's about that time. Ah, poop. Yeah. So it's time to say goodnight, Veranda. Goodnight, Veranda. It's time to say goodnight, Daddy. Goodnight, Daddy. It's time to say goodnight, Matt. Goodnight, Matt. And this is Thomas. Always remember, if you've got nobody else, you've You've always got us. Tit for tat. Oh, tit for tat. For every tit, there's a tat. Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat. And Miranda, a dude and a queen Talking about the gossip out on the scene And you can count on them to give you the dish And if we don't like you, you're a son of a bitch Oh my Tit for tat, oh tit for tat For every tit, there's a tat Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat Tit for tat